Basic witches. Basic witches. I mean, we're witches. <laughs> Basically. Wicka, 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 the tables have turned. <laughs> We have a pro witch yeah, today. Yeah, we have a pro witch. Um, Lindsay, uh, you met her at an event. Yes. Okay. I met Lindsay at an event at one of my amazing day jobs working at West 7 Yoga Studio in Silver Lake. Um, and she was doing tarot readings and she read my cards and we instantly connected. We're both empathic. So I think we mm. really vibed right away. Um, Lindsay O'Brien, and she is a tarot card reader. So we are having her on today to do our reading for yeah. a change. She a queen. Uh, we learned so much, talked about so much stuff. Both Rachel and I cried at different times. Yeah. Um, so be sure to <laughs> get ready to hear our episodes. voices when we try not to cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, I, I hope you guys learn a lot from this as much as we did. Enjoy. Lady loves. What's up, witches? Witch. Hello, hello, hello. Ooh. <laughs> okay, now we can continue. Um, uh, well, actually, first, let's let's say, hey. Um, <laughs> hey, Lindsay O'Brien. Yes. Hello. So this is our first time bringing in a pro witch. We're basic witches, you know, because yes. we're still learning, but mm-hmm. are we um, But so, yeah, we're very excited to have you to give us your knowledge that you have. I'm very excited to be here. Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, so I believe you've been practicing tarot cards for five years, right? I've been taking it seriously for five years. I got okay. my deck about five years ago. It was a gift from my mom, and that's when I started taking it really seriously. I've always been interested in it. Um, but what I got does that my... mean to take it seriously? I feel like with tarot, it's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. So... There's no difference between a deck of tarot cards and a deck of like playing cards if you're not using them with intention. Okay. So, you know, they always say like, get to know your deck, spend time with your deck. Some people say like, sleep with it under your pillow, like honor that connection. So I don't feel like an effective reader unless I'm fully invested in my deck and, you know, the person that I'm reading for. So, I mean, the imagery of tarot and, you know, just the mystery behind it and anybody yeah. can get on board with that but using it as a tool for enlightenment and insight not just for myself but for other people that's like it's important to me yeah for people who might not know how would you describe tarot what is tarot so tarot is a deck of cards obviously mm-hmm. um and it's the major arcana and the minor arcana so you'll see like the world death yeah what is that yeah so the major arcana that's going to be like the world and the lovers and wheel of fortune so like those like the cards that have like a character on okay it. those are types yeah. of cards and then okay the minor arcana that's going to be like the suits cards so pages knights mm. ah. and then aces wands pentacles and all of that so it's a big deck um, there's lots of ways to, you can just like either do the major, you can do the minor, you can use the whole thing. I always oh. use the whole deck cause why not? Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, yeah. but basically in my opinion, <laughs> obviously it's not fortune telling, it's not predicting the future. It's not going to give you a hard answer on anything. In my opinion, just like all magic, mm-hmm. it, it's a, it's an exchange of energy. Yeah. So when you ask the question of the cards and of the universe, you're putting that energy out there. Mm-hmm. The cards are going to pick up on that. And then, you know, yes, you can interpret the 
like meaning to you know whatever the specific situation is but I always tell people and I think I told you when I read for you the cards aren't a death sentence they're not like a hard answer this is the way it's going to be and if not well but it's either going to tell you something you already know and you're not Mm -hmm. listening like bring it to the surface exactly Uh or it's going to tell you something that maybe you're not picking up on okay so i always tell people don't be scared of the tarot that's your ride or die that deck sees you in ways that you're not always capable of seeing yourself Mm. but what about the cards that are scary because there are scary cards that's why i kind of stopped doing tarot and started doing oracle there's some scary cards and there are there's a lot of scary imagery yeah like yeah a lot of the card i always love to bring up the tower card because it's literally a flaming tower with people like it's dark (laughs) it's dark but i always tell people Okay, so what is this tower doing? It's burning, it's falling, it's crumbling to the ground. Mm-hmm. What in your life is crumbling oh, to the ground? What in your life is falling to the ashes and what's going to be reborn out of yeah. it? Yeah. And then when we get the death card, same kind of thing. It's not a physical death. It's not a loss mm-hmm. of life, but maybe it's a death Something of a toxic relationship. Oh my gosh. Or like, I feel like I've been harboring week after week on the death and rebirth thing, how yeah. everything in the world is dying and being... Oh, yeah. Yeah, always. Energy Nature energy. and, yeah. Energy shifts and moves. And I love the death card. I did a, yeah, Ooh. I love the death card. Why? Because it's like. I mean, something new is coming. Yeah, it's not Ooh. a definitive, like, this is over and not, like, but it's yeah. just like, hey, like, maybe your gut is telling you that this isn't right. And this is that final little sign that you need. That's another thing, too, is like, I did a reading for a woman who has been very unhappy in her relationship for a long time. Mm -hmm. She knows that. She knows Mm -hmm. she wanted to leave him like three years ago and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And I pulled the death card for her. (gasps) I was like, you already know. Shit. You already know. And she was like, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. And just that confirmation and that validation from the universe is just like, all right. Let me get it together. Like, yeah. let me do yeah. what I need to do. Did she break I was gonna say, do you know? <laughs> no, no, it was it was at, at that event. <gasps> okay. Oh wow. She's like, we're gonna go on a vacation. <sighs> oh my gosh, vacations are the death. Are, are yes. Pre- yeah, vacations that are the end of relationships. Deal breaker. It yes, yes. Dude, I have seen it and experienced it, yes. and I've seen it Planet so many times. Yep. Or you go on exactly. one last trip, and it's like a big trip, and then you. Break yep. the fuck up. Yep. Oh, Europe was mine. Yeah. Wow. Like the true test of a relationship is living together. I'm like, how? Oh, it's traveling together. <laughs> like, being in a foreign land, navigating, like, life yes. and being a person. Yeah. That's, that's where yeah. shit gets you. Yeah. So, I was just like, sis, you know you don't want to go on vacation with this guy. You yes. Know, you know you're done. You know you're ready. And even though it was heavy and sucks to break up with someone you've been with for years yeah, but I yeah. saw her being empowered by like I was right I was right the whole time and I should yeah I should good this. good so the cards I mean yes you can glean any sort of meaning from them and I really I really try to make sure that whoever I'm reading for knows that I'm not just trying to say what they want to hear yeah. mm-hmm. um and I'm gr- grateful that a lot of my readings, it's like half and half. Half is like, oh, my God, wow, I really needed mm. to hear this. I had no idea. And then half is like, I really needed to hear this. I did know, and I needed that little push. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What do you say to people who call bullshit? Skeptics. 
Yeah. I guess. What I want to say is why are you <laughs> sitting here in front of me? Like, no, yeah. kidding. No, there's <laughs> I because some people are yeah. like, oh, it's just coincidence. Yeah. Like, you could read into whatever. Well, you I want. did it. Totally. And yeah. that's like valid. And like, I mean, unless you. I'm working very hard to know the meanings of the cards, like in my head, without yeah. having to refer to anything or really yeah. thinking about it. And like, yeah. that's my, that's the work that I'm putting into it. If you're yeah. sitting down to me, if you want to do tarot, like the, I did a reading the other day, and she said to me, you know, I'm hesitant to tell you any information because mm. I don't want you to use that to tell me what I want to hear. Mm. And I was like, all right, okay. I got respect for that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. And I was like, I don't know you. Yeah. Personally, yeah. I know the information that you've told me here in the last five minutes. And her vibe. That's what I'm going to Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm going to use. You ask the question. You ask the question as specifically as the answer you want to hear. Mm. So it's like, I, I really love doing readings for strangers because, you know, I love to read for my friends and family, but I do have a more direct investment in their day-to-day. So yeah. I do maybe have a little bit more perspective, but mm-hmm. reading for a stranger and seeing, like, oh, yeah, okay, yes, I can do this. So it's more just like, I don't know, every reading's different. Every person's different. Yeah. That event, you know, most people had never really done tarot before or had a reading. They knew what the cards were and stuff like that. So I think... If you are open, at least, to kind of seeing what it's all about, whether or not you, like, actually believe in it, yeah. uh, you know. Like, that's, like, what we say to people on the podcast. Yeah. Just, like, yeah, be open to it. Yeah, that's yeah, all we ask. That's all it is. And that's, like, that is the deal with all witchcraft or mm-hmm. magic. Yeah. It's, magic is energy. Magic is what you're putting out into the universe and how it comes back to you. That's just the way it is. It's not magic tricks. It's not fortune telling. It's not spooky stuff yeah. you know it's energy exchange you know okay let's talk about that because I am so curious what like when in your life or what was it like growing up when did you realize I assume you're hypersensitive or you're empathic yes. can you just tell us about uh, that and and yeah. what that's been like for you I think it's I can't even really think of like a moment where I was like, ooh, I'm this way. I there's not been a time in my life where I didn't feel like I had like sort of like a sixth sense almost ooh, okay. for not just soaking up people's energy, which I, I do do. I am definitely an emotional sponge for good and for bad. Yeah. But I don't know, just kind of meeting people where they're at, you know, sitting down with someone, meeting their energy level and like if someone's in pain, I can feel it. You know? If someone's feeling joy, I can feel it. Yep. And like, same here. <laughs> it's really crazy to deal with that because there's only so much you can give before you've overdone it. You know? yeah. So in my craft, as far as spirituality goes and the things that I do, it's definitely like a benefit, you know, to yeah. be able to be like, I see you. Yeah. Yeah. I see you where you are. You're not mm-hmm. hiding from me. Like, let's be real. Yeah. But then, like, I guess maybe in my personal life or in my work life and, you know, just yeah. being out in the world, it's yeah. overstimulating. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. So, yes. Do you protect yourself from that breaking down we are talking about? I think getting it out. Mm-hmm. I have, I'm, 
very fortunate to have a wonderful, wonderful partner who I mm-hmm. love. He's the best. He's Aww. my best girlfriend. So I'd be <laughs> venting yes, to him yes. all yes. the time. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's just like with processing any other emotion. You know, I will take home a huge bag of everything that I've encountered during the day. And then I come home to him or I come home to my girlfriends, go out to happy hour, and I'm like, I'm just like feeling a little crazy. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I need to like, so it's find your center, find what grounds you. It's not always going to be a person. It's not always going to be things like find what grounds you. Yeah. So I, I mean, I find a lot of like safety in my tarot deck. Yeah. So I will come mm-hmm. to it a lot. Um, I don't know. It's really, it's kind of, your sense of self is eclipsed by the way other people are feeling. So you mm-hmm. got to kind of come, come back to you. And okay. Like, totally. It's also important to like validate, like, why am I taking on this person's pain? Why am yeah. I taking on this person's joy? Like, what is my investment yeah. in it? And then mm-hmm. I can kind of like, what do I want to? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I, in my art, I don't think I'm a better artist than when I involve other artists in my work mm. and in my, you know, spiritual work. I'm always as good as the people that I'm working with. And yeah. that's like, I don't know. It's like, it sounds so corny and it's like not an easy answer, but like have a support system. Totally. Yeah. Even if it's yourself, which yeah. sounds crazy, yeah. but yeah. you can get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. And do you have any other, besides using your tarot deck as a craft and as a tool, mm-hmm. do you dabble in any other craft or, or I do, yes? Yeah. <gasps> so I actually, I do candle reading. Ooh, what is, what that? is that? So, I mean, we know, all know about intention, prayer candles, yes. like the tall ones, you know, the ones that say like, shut up or yeah, yeah. lover come to me. Yeah. yeah. So that is another, it's an energy vessel. So mm-hmm. you light this candle do it with intention. You, same as the tarot cards. You're asking something of the universe. You're putting an intention in the universe. Say you're you're lighting a love candle and yeah. you want a lover to come to you. Leah's so you, done this many times. This morning, I oh. threw away my love candle. You should have brought it. No, I should have told you guys. Darn it. Yeah. Well, no, it, it was. It went all the way. Like it's done. It's out. Mm-hmm. But it was just so funny that like, okay, well, I'm fucking throwing away the love candle. Yeah. It didn't work <laughs> after all these months. Burnt out. <laughs> Yeah. To say the least. Let me read it next time. Okay. That's okay. Oh, so do you? Okay, wait. So keep. So yeah, keep so going. So basically, candle reading. It's so hard to explain and seems so <laughs> fake explaining it. Uh, but it's like. But we we get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a we're safe open room. to this. Yeah. Is a safe yeah. room. Yeah. yeah. So candle reading. I read the scorch marks on the side. Um, Sometimes I see images in the burns. Um, I look at the amount of wax that's left over. Um, There's so much you can tell from a candle. I mean, I've picked up candles before and like feels like it weighs 50 pounds. It's just like, what is your life? Like, what is happening to you? And so that, it's not about the candle. You know, it's not about the piece of glass that they're bringing to me. It's about the energy that they transferred into it and the way that I can interpret it and the way that Mm -hmm. my energy picks up on it. So, Is it more feeling or seeing? Both. I would say it's equal. Like, the the craziest one that I have ever done was a recently divorced woman who was like, her intention was to to get back out there. Like, be, like... Feel herself again. She's yes. like, I want to start dating. I want to go dancing. I want to, like, oh. hang out with my kids. She's yeah. like, no, almost nobody gets this second chance, you know? Yeah. And it sounds so crazy, but I like she, like, 
burned her candles, she brought it to me, and there was literally the image of a vagina. No. <gasps> yes. Like, gorgeous, ultimate feminine <gasps> power. And I was yes. like, Queen? <laughs> Ma'am? Fucked. I was like, you're going to get laid. You're going to get paid. You're going to be yes. dancing. And yes. she was like, and, like whether or not, it's like, amazing. it's not the candle. It was like her willingness to yes. jump into this I have new goosebumps. Life. Yep. Me too. Yes. Yes. It's yes. So, yes. It's so crazy. It's yes. So crazy. And then she left with the intention of living her life in that way, and that's all I ever ask. I'm yeah. Not tell you what to do. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you what the answers are. I'm going to give you the information that I can, and I'm going to say, "Go on, little baby. Do what uh, you can with it. Yes. I'm here for you if you need me." Well, shit. Do you think I maybe wasn't falling in love because this candle was, like, on a tin circle thing and I would kind of just throw used matches on it and, like, we... <laughs> You're kind of trashing like it, honey. Did you, like... So you were, you were blessing it with trash. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Did you, That's why my love life is trash. Did you, bur- like, burn it all the way through? Did you, like, blow it out in between? Yes, so it was, like, uh, a shorter candle, and okay. it didn't come in a glass thing. Okay. Um, but it was a love candle. Yeah. Did, I, is it, did I get it for you from New Orleans? Was it that one? Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. So I put it on this, so was, like, tin thing, and I don't know, I, I wasn't thinking that maybe that would be bad. It's basically... I mean, I have a cat. There's no way in hell I'm going to leave a burning candle mm-hmm. in my house for 24 hours. Yeah, I know right. him. I know me. I know my life. I'll, it'll be up in flames. Yeah. Like, you don't have to keep the candle burning. Uh-huh. If you can, awesome. Yes. But yeah. the importance is every time you relight that candle, you have to relight the intention. So mm-hmm. when you light it the first time and you're like, love, you know, and you put mm-hmm. that intention into it, if you blow it out, you're blowing yeah. out the intention. So... Right. Every time you relight it, just say that little prayer. Say I that little mantra. That. I would like okay, but I would still throw. I think on I it. think basically just be, just being more conscious of what it's what you're asking it to do. Does you know what I mean? Like it. That's what that candle is for specifically. You know, yeah. and honor that. Yeah, and it'll honor you. You know, I don't think that your love life is in the garbage. It's fine. People put the crazy... The recycling, (laughs) yeah. This is a zero-waste love life. Don't worry about that. Compost. (laughs) Hollywood, baby. (laughs) But it's just... It's all about intention. It's like you get what you give. And, you know, one of the most classic magic phrases is like, as above, so below. Or like, whatever whatever Mm -hmm. you do comes back to you threefold and things like that. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, those things are true. It's karma and like... Yeah. It's just... Energy. Totally. Yeah. Energy. (laughs) So so cheesy. (laughs) I know, I know. I always feel like that. And I always am catching myself saying cheesy, cliche shit. And like, but I do think a lot of this stuff boils down in simple ways. And then simple things can sound simple or it can sound like too easy or too good to be true. But uh, it's true. intention and just positivity like we were talking about last week yeah. how I put my crystal bracelet on just because it reminds me every day I'm not wearing it today uh, but it reminds me every day like I want today to be a good positive day it's just yeah. having that simple idea yeah. that's, me forth. that's the practice yeah. that's yeah. the craft it's 
intention. I, yes. I make jewelry, and I'm I'm in a metalsmithing class right now, which cool. is fire yeah. and soldering yeah. and welding, wow. hardcore stuff. Is that how you stuff. made these ones you're wearing? These ones I made by hand, but now I'm learning wow. how to, like, yeah. do the stuff. Yeah, so cool. But the number one rule in the classroom is think before you do anything. Mm. Move with intention. Mm. And I, like... I mean, that's a core belief of mine. Yeah. Hearing it in that context, yeah. I was like, "This, this is my golden rule." Okay. Like, and it's not just like hesitate before you do anything and overthink mm-hmm. it and like right. bend over backwards trying to figure it out, but just like have intention. How am I yeah. moving through the world, and how does that affect mm. other people who are moving through the world? And yeah. then how will that in turn affect me? Because everyone was more aware of how yes. they were moving yeah. and Ex- being. Driving here, I was like, world. stop signs. They're huge. You guys know what those are? It was just like small <laughs> things like that that, that speaks to. Well, Another thing that I'm like big on is like if you inherently believe that everyone is just trying their best, yeah, but they're clearly not. Mm. It'll just make your day easier. Yes, yeah. yes. Give yeah, yep. people the benefit of the doubt. Compassion or the yeah. benefit of the doubt. And and I think people are moving so fast. And I used mm. to live like that. And when I when I look back at my life before becoming empowered and loving myself, mm-hmm. it's almost like. I mean, it is like a different life because I wasn't as present, mm. so I wasn't as alive. I didn't feel yeah. like the on switch was on. I didn't feel turned on. I felt sort of more aimless and more um, in a rush and, and foggy and like... Um, kind of going through the motions. Yeah, yeah, which I think most people are in that. You're in your yeah. routine. You're rushing. You're going. You're not stopping to have intention mm-hmm. on how you move. Um, and so I'm having this crazy eye thing going on. Um, my vision is really, really blurred for the past couple of weeks. And um, I've been listening to healing meditation. And it's interesting that, what did you say you called it? Not I called it compassion a second ago. But, oh, everyone's doing their best. Benefit of the doubt. Benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So one of the interesting um, things I listened to about healing was from this woman who who basically died. I mean, she didn't fully die, but she was in a coma and, you know, had an experience of somewhat crossing over. But her description made me so happy. And the way she was telling it, I could feel that she was absolutely genuine because she had no reason to, like, you could feel the pure joy emanating from her. And what she experienced was that everyone and everything is connected and it's all unconditional love. Like that is the life force of everything. And she was like, it's, it's like, it is, it is God and it is Buddha and it is all of those things. Mm -hmm. And it all boils down to pure unconditional love. And like, she kind of brought that back with her to the physical world of, of like, applying that to everyone knowing that eventually we're all connected and really we already are, but it's much more clear, not in the physical world. Um, and so, and that's like a, that's a recurring thing for me lately is just trying to have more compassion for people and like believe that they're, it's so hard sometimes. When I catch myself, you know, moving through the world, like with anger or I'm like rushing around or like pissed that people aren't moving quick enough. I'm like, what? What's my deal? What is making me angry? Why? Where do I need to go? What do I have? All these plans? Like, you know, and it's like, I know myself and I know that one of my 
areas of opportunity is the things that make me angry in other people are most often things I need to rectify in myself. Mm, yeah. So that really rings true to me is like yeah. that life before, that old life of yes. like, well, they even this say is like, life, like I'm you, going through. When you meet someone that you don't like, they say it's usually because that person reflects something in you, you. That you don't like. And same some with of, things you love yeah, in people. Of the yeah. strongest friendships in my life right now Immediately, I'm like, I don't like her. I don't like him. Nope, 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 nope. And then it's like, oh, we are so deeply similar. I don't like looking at that thing right now. And then it, the relationship morphs into this person sees me. This mm-hmm. person knows what it's like to be this way, and we can work yeah. on it together. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, and even with good things too, and with <clears throat> jealousy or mm. you know competitiveness, anything like that, yeah. it's like. When we get jealous of other people, we think, well, why not me? Like, I could do that. Right. And it's like, okay, yeah, you can. You can. So Nobody's that's that. That's why. Yeah. That's because you can. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's saying you can. No one exactly. Can. <laughs> you know, yeah. so, like, that's why for me, like, my art sucks if I'm not working with other artists. If I'm not, like, putting myself out there. If I'm not going mm. to shows. If I'm not, like, supporting mm, my other people. Interesting, Cause, yeah. Cause it comes back. Where's the joy? Yeah. 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 Like, why would I want a monopoly on the tarot community? Yeah. yeah. The art community. It's like boring. How do you learn? How do yeah. you grow? Yeah. How do you shift your perspective? And mm-hmm. it's like, get out of here. Yeah. I think a lot, a lot of people are quick to write LA off as super self serving, narcissistic, selfish city. Ego driven. Like, LA has everything you could ever need yeah. if you just lean into it. Yeah. And yes. you have to look for it. Exactly. Yeah. And be open it to it. Come to you. Like, yeah. Like, there's so many circles to, to find. In yes. This yes. So you have to my my One of my it. heroes, Jonathan Gold, who is a food critic. He's like a Los Angeles mainstay. He just passed away yesterday. Oh, oh whoa. And he has this quote about... Most people's idea of Los Angeles is flying into LAX, staying at a hotel in like Beverly Hills, renting a car, driving yeah. around for 10 minutes, and that's what LA means to yeah. them. LA is the most special place in the world. We have I the agree. best people, we have the best things. I'm from Vegas so. Me originally. Too. I didn't oh. go to a museum until I was like 25. Like oh. Vegas, no. Yeah. LA, yes. My people are here. <laughs> And there's so, I mean, I moved to L.A. not to focus myself on one specific thing, but to give myself the ability to, like, open my world. Like, this is my college. This is my grad school. Mm -hmm. This is, like... I always have a hard time showing, when people visit, I have a hard time showing them L.A. because it's not, like... Not it's tourist not stops. Like a fun thing yeah, there's not. It's not statues to go yeah, look it's like at. A lifestyle. Like, yeah. if you want to live the way I live, then yeah, let's go smoke a joint in my at the yard beach or like yeah, and exactly. Like, go to like, a yoga class. You know, yeah, totally. Yeah. It's like everyone has what LA means to them, and if there are people who are like, like I'm oh, in the industry, I'm all my actor friends. Like pe- the way I describe it is like people who don't know how to ask a question besides what do you do. Thank you. Oh, yes. God. Yes. Yeah. Or like what have what have you done since the last time I've seen you? I, yes. Yeah. I, I not ma- kicked your ass and you're lucky. Like yeah. 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 And, like, and I really so me too. Just tell that people want to talk about work. It's like, what it's like this. No, this is not a real conversation. Oh, Right. And then if I do tell them, like, I'm up to a lot of shit. I'm a busy girl. You yeah. know? So I'll be like, oh, I'm doing this and doing this and doing this. And then I internalize it as 
having an unfocused energy because I don't work for like like Conan O'Brien or something. Yeah. Like, and I'm like comedy writer, you know, yeah. and like that's something that I've been really hard on myself on is like not having one thing, mm. but having ten but things. I don't like, have one thing. Yeah, like, I. If you don't want one thing, then you're not gonna have one thing. Yeah, and I always yeah. I say I'm a jack of all trades, master of some. I'm Renaissance woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Keeps what? me entertained. I'm your girl. I always say that. Yeah. I'm your girl. What do you yeah. mean? I'm your girl. I don't know how to yeah. do it. I'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. add it to the list. I have friends, my best friends here in L.A., some of them are writers, they're television writers, or they're novelists, yeah. and I have friends who are actors, and yeah. I have friends who do animation and stuff like cool. that, and it's like, it's that cool L.A. stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, and I feel grateful to have people who are successful in their craft and always yes. continually bettering themselves. That's kind of, like, tangential to what I do. So it's, yes. like, it's yeah. not, like, it doesn't have to do with competitiveness, but just that energy of success yeah. and hustle. Well, and like, people rise together. So if yeah. people around you are successful, then you're in a great circle. You're yeah. not going to just, like, water one flower in the garden. Right. Yeah. The garden Sometimes gets I it. do. I, I water just my cherry tomato plants. <laughs> Which like they are looking go. dry, girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw <laughs> a while. I put my matches on them too. No. I'll, I'll light a candle for your tomato plant. Don't worry. <laughs> this heat, though, I mean, is really fucking. This heat is clearly fucking with us. I don't know why I moved from Vegas if it was going to be 150. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have you heard of mudita? No. Okay, it's an Eastern, it's I believe actually a Buddhist term, some sort of Eastern philosophy, um, a term for basically the opposite of Schadenfreude. So Schadenfreude is like a um, more well known term, which that La- reflects on our misfortune. Yeah. Yep, yes. yep, taking sure. joy in others' misfortune. Well, mudita is the opposite. It's taking yeah. joy in others' joy. And I know <sighs> you have it. You have mudita because you're empathic, so you feel, and I'm the same way, mm-hmm. I feel joy. It's, like, so exciting to me when people do well because I feel like I'm doing yeah, well. I'm, <laughs> it's, like, it's I'm so good. I'm mama bear of my group. I'm really a crier. So yeah, like, me too. Any good thing that happens to me? Yeah. And they're like, chill out. But like, I love to be surrounded by people who are doing it. And it, yeah. regardless of what it has to do with me or not, it's energy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's just, I don't know. Like, surround yourself with joy for yourself and for others. Yeah. yeah. I call it selfless selfishness. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I get that. It feels really good to do things for other people totally. and to help people. Yeah. And like, I mean, not in a way that's like, that's all you get out of it, you know, but like, I do a lot of volunteering. I do a lot of community work. I do mm-hmm. a lot of organizing and things yeah. like that. And that's, and giving readings is yeah, a, it's yeah. a, a huge, gift. It, yeah. And it's yeah. like, I also work at Lush part time too. That's why so you that's smell like, so good. Oh, so good. Oh, so yes. My entire, the, the foundation of my being is, giving yeah freely of myself to others so I'm always trying to make sure my cup is full and that is an ability for me well I've found too only in the past like two years pretty recently that the more I give the better I feel where Mm -hmm. it used to feel like a a chore yeah kind of I would give a lot to my boyfriend but not as much other people yeah um and now I like emotionally give and physically give so much more and yeah I'm so much happier it's yeah and I think like for Anyone listening who might be stuck in a more uh, or maybe hasn't experienced giving as much and how good it can feel, I think it is like 
exercise where Mm -hmm. when you first start, it's hard, but you get endorphins from it and like eating good. I mean, giving does naturally feel good. My favorite part about it is it promotes human connection, which we don't get enough of. Yeah. Like even if I, let's say, let someone in front of me in traffic, such a small thing, but if then yeah. that person waves at me and then I wave back and yeah. like a little laugh, yes. it's like, oh, then I just, you know, that perked me exactly. up and now I get to take that more into my day and that could, yes. it's a ripple effect. Yes. It all affects everyone's being nicer also, to each other. like, uh, you never know what someone is going through, mm-hmm. even exactly. on the deepest end of the spectrum. And just the smallest possible kindness could yes. save a life. Yeah. Yes. Maybe not even that day or that week, but it's like, yeah. you never know. Okay, dude, I felt this once in a Starbucks basic, which is oh. um, <laughs> <laughs> so basic. Um, I, for some reason, was feel well... I'm always feeling all the feels, but that morning, that morning I woke up, it was, it was when I was kind of getting into a routine of waking up early and I had never been a morning person before. And I was kind of embracing that. And I was like, whoa, I'm up before 8am. I'm going to get dressed up and go to Starbucks. And so I wore a really cute outfit and heels and walked to At Starbucks 8 before 8am, dude. I'm already and it, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh. And, and like, for me, the way I dress is intuitive. So I get a vision of my outfit. I don't look at my closet it's like it pops in and I'm like yes yeah yeah." and then I go find the clothes and put them on so this outfit was a vision and um I'm standing in line like getting waiting for my drink and I did notice I could feel this guy looking at me and he read my sweatshirt and kind of giggled to himself because it said pardon my French and it's just a little cute like whimsical sweatshirt Mm -hmm. um kind of sassy and I did notice that it made him laugh and that was like that already was felt good. And then I was going to leave and he stopped me and he was like, I just have to thank you. Like I've been really going through it and your sweatshirt made me laugh. Thank you for wearing that. And I cried on the walk home. Oh. Tears of joy, of course. <laughs> but that's why you got up early. Exactly. The universe right. is like, get out there. Yeah. And have someone some light to spread. Yeah, but yeah. it's like human yeah. connection and just that. Something so simple. Exactly. Yeah. That gut instinct. Our gut instinct is, is almost always right. Yes, yeah. because this is why I think, this is why I understand that to be true. It's so much older than our brains because single celled organisms, the very first like algae or or whatever, even before that, uh, have instinct. They have fight or flight. They have a gut instinct, Mm -hmm. um, that makes them survive. And that's so developed in us. And our brains are like relatively new and still kind of working out the kinks. I mean, our brains have only been evolving since early hominoids or whatever, which is yeah. a lot of years, but not as millions and trillions of years as wow. our gut instinct, yeah. our animal instinct. You can no. socially condition a brain. Yes, your brain can make yeah. anything it true. The behaviors, but your bot, your that's wow. your soul. Yeah, that's, your gut instinct is your soul. Yes, that's your true. Well, it's interesting too self. that your literal gut in your stomach like does affect your brain. Yes, when you have bacteria in there, that can cause like more depression than yes, than otherwise. Yes, and all the nutrients you absorb in your gut is what changes your hormones, which is what runs your body. Like it's it crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, listen to your gut. Not yes, to your brain. yes. Yeah. And ooh, I have a little tip for listeners. Um, this changed my life. So I was advised that um, to to better my life and do what I want to do, um, I should 
go based on my instincts, but let me, let me rephrase, break down the actual phrase. Uh, an intuitive yes followed by a feeling of fear means you're moving in the right direction. Okay. So when you feel your gut tell you something and then you feel scared or nervous, go that way. It's, it takes practice to get that and to move through that quicker and, and, but also do it ASAP because your brain will try to talk you out of it. But yeah, the ego. You've said to me before, which it pops up in my head so much, take inspired action. Yes. That's what this is. Exactly. So you're moving inspired action, meaning intuitive, Information, not brain information, but that feeling in your gut. Yeah. Um, that's gonna. That's usually gonna work out the best. Inspired action, action from the gut. Yep. Because yeah. it's it's, it's, it's smarter than our heads. Anything. It's like okay, so there's a super huge sale, and there's only five of the thing, and you know you should go get the thing, and then you're like, ah, maybe I'll wait. What are you doing? You it's gonna, yeah, no, just go it's get it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Intention, inspired action. I love that. Yeah, yeah. inspired action. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I have to ask because I've been so curious. Can you, we're in the comedy store. Yes. You said oh, you yeah. were feeling something. It is haunted here. Can we talk about it's that realm? definitely haunted. <gasps> and this is your first time here. This is my first time yeah. here. So I'm coming in it with coming in no hot. bias. <laughs> yeah, yeah. i hot. Um, there's definitely some leftovers in here. There's nothing malicious. Okay. Like, no okay. crazy, but... There's a ghost in my store at Lush, and it, like, knocks stuff over. It's just very mischievous, like, stuff like that. I can feel... So we have, like, a motion detector alarm thing, so things will fall in the middle of the night. Oh, my God. Like, they have no business fall. They're not, like, stacked all cumbersome and stuff like that, and it'll set off the alarm in the middle of the night. Cabinets open. Damn, the ghost is yeah. trying to get free Lush yeah. products. I get it. Definitely. Yeah, it yeah and it's expensive. <laughs> but here I feel there's, a, like, a profound history in this place, yeah. and I Whoa. feel the weight of that. Ooh. Wow, it's cool. This is an L.A. institution. In this room or just the store in When general? we were upstairs. Upstairs, we were upstairs okay. Like, right when you walked in? Yeah. or Well, it just felt like... Not like a I don't belong here, but a, like I am low on the totem pole of Ooh. history that has Whoa. happened in this place. Okay. Whoa. And that's like, I feel that way in a lot. I mean, LA is old. In yeah. Vegas, everything's like five years old and then they knock it down and build yeah, something. Like, yeah. There's no history or oh, wow, whatsoever. Yeah. So when I'm here, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. My mom is like hyper sensitive <gasps> to the paranormal. She has visions, she has dreams, she's had some. Nuts experiences. She's a, she's a witch. She is a witch. She's, Whoa, she's cool. how, she's why I am the way I am. Yeah, yeah well. Yeah. I have a really yeah. funny story about her Please with tell. regards to tarot that it. I have to tell because yes. it says so much about everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was very little. I don't think I was more than maybe three years old. My mom had the classic Rider weight deck, like the one everybody knows, you know. Okay. Um, and she was in, like, the kitchen with her best friend. And I was, like, going through the cards, like, doing my own little three-year-old thing. Mm-hmm. And she's literally, like, chatting. And all of a sudden, she hears me say, so how is it you think that your husband died? <gasps> oh, my gosh. I just got goosebumps. <laughs> Wait, what? A three-year-old? Yeah. Who am I talking to? Like, Wait, what? what? Three years old. What kind of question is that? What am I doing with the tarot cards? My mom and her best friend are, like, 
what? Like, what is going on in there? So, like, that story is, like, it sounds crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, I had supernatural experiences in that house growing up, like, in my early childhood. Oh. There are things that I remember. Like, the foundation was laid pretty early on. And, like, on one oh. hand, it sounds like a funny thing a kid would say. But then yeah. in the context of my life and my mother and the gift that she's passed on to me, like, I know I was talking to a ghost. Whoa. So wild. Yeah. It's so wild. Cool. Oh. I love this shit. Me too. So you identify as a witch, but like, what does that mean to you? What is a witch to you? That's a very good question. Thank you. Because I feel like, obviously, there is a surge of witchery here yeah. in, in our current culture, which yeah. is so awesome. Um, and I think that goes hand in hand with the feminine yeah, divine yeah. uprising, exactly. women's and intuition. Also the beginnings of a revolution as we yep. fix our poor, broken homeland. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> I think, I mean, witchcraft is one of the oldest professions or hobbies or mm. just skills in the world. And I feel like as a witch, what I'm doing first is honoring myself as a woman, mm. honoring women that came before me, mm. and honoring the woman, Mother Earth. So it's my connection to myself, my connection to other women, the history of it, and then my connection to Earth. So it's okay. like... That's wow. what being a witch means to me. Where do men fall in there? Do they? I love to say boys can be witches, too. Okay, like, yeah. that's just, yeah. like, one of my too? little things. Yeah. I, like, I would never call someone a warlock or, like, that's corny. <laughs> what yeah, a witch. Wizard. <laughs> witch is a state of mind, and, like, obviously it's been feminized, especially after, you know, Salem. Yeah. And yeah. it's... We, hold, it's we got, like, burned to the stake. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if we talk about... The prominence of Christianity and Christianity as a patriarchal religion and that lends itself to a patriarchal society Mm. like the matriarchal society, which is witchcraft and spirituality Mm. and nurture nurture and things like that, that's been actively destroyed, you know, over the years. So I love this reclamation almost that women are having. It's like, yes, girl, buy your crystals. Get your Palo Santo. Like, do what you need to do. It's like, come on in. There's room for all of us. I do think that there's people who don't understand that it's a real thing. Mm -hmm. Be messing around with stuff. It's really... I try to be very patient with my baby witches because I was a baby witch. We all got to start somewhere, and I'm not... (laughs) I wouldn't say I'm, like, a genius, perfectionist, professional witch. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm always learning. I'm always, like, trying to be better. And I think sometimes there are people who don't honor that it it's real. It's not yeah. goofy. Yeah. Demon Ouija board stuff. I was Get just out about to ask, what are your thoughts on Ouija boards? Because I love them. <laughs> I love the idea of it. It's so mm-hmm. fun and weird and, like... But it is an energy vessel, you know? It's like it has nothing to do with the board. Yeah. That's the intention. Like poking the bear and being like, mm, spooky spirit, come and mess with me. Yeah. It's like, you're probably going to have spooky. You're, you're leaving talked, the window open. <laughs> I talked to, just shortly after Heath Ledger died, mm-hmm. I, quote, talked to him through a Ouija board yeah. with a bunch of friends in when I was in L.A. And it was crazy. He, like, spelled out Matilda, oh which is God. his daughter's yeah. name. Mm. No one in the room except 
probably me because Perez Hilton was my homepage for my like whole yes. life. <laughs> so I knew all about this stuff, but like I was probably the only one that knew her yeah. name. Mm-hmm. I really don't think I was the one leading the thing, but it was like so crazy. And then we asked him if his death was um, on purpose, mm-hmm. and he said no, it was like an accidental, mm-hmm. which is what they they, they say. Saying, yeah. yeah, and it was just that's one of the Ouija experiences I've had. There was another one where I talked to a, a girl who died from like brain cancer, mm-hmm. and yeah, so it's it's just been. I haven't done it in a while, but it's crazy yeah. when you actually get something. For me, like for my aspect of my craft, I don't necessarily feel like I have the ability to commune with the dead. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or yeah. like my mom can, though. That's Whoa. like her dreams and her visions and her experiences. Her That sounds crazy, but yeah. her intuition is so closely entwined with death and it's wow heavy for her but it's mm. also like it's not necessarily a, a gift that I wish that I had but it is a gift and it's yeah. you know there are people out there who yeah are able to tap into that energy totally. nobody leaves everyone who has yeah. ever unless they've been shot into space <laughs> everyone who has ever lived on this planet is still on this planet Whoa. Which is wild to think about, both physically I mean, and yeah, yeah. energetically. In, yeah, in some form. Yeah. yeah. I've never thought about that. That Yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy, right? It's right, like, yeah. Like, because... Yeah, oh, maybe that's why our planet's dying. But also, like, <laughs> yeah. I am low on the totem pole of history. Mm-hmm. Like... There's Everywhere so many, yeah. we go, yeah. yeah. We're yeah. so small. <laughs> yeah. So tiny. Yes, yeah, a speck it's of dust. Matter, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Little baby so humans. Cute. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, whoa. Uh, I'm just noticing your cards are the tarot cards that I had. <gasps> gave them away because my brother gave them to me, and I'm not in a good thing with my brother that's right good. now. So yes. I gave yeah. them away. Yes. But yeah. I just noticed that when I looked at them. This is my main deck. Um, it's called The Golden Tarot mm-hmm. by Rebecca Black for our listeners. Cat Black. I'm already telling you misinformation. Rebecca Black, the Black. It's Girl, good. Ooh, that's really it's funny. Tarot, I was like, yeah, this tarot. Tarot. <laughs> That's really funny that that is the name that popped in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, Golden Tarot, it's super cool. It's based off of the original imagery of the Rider Waite deck, which is okay. like the classic standard deck. But mm. it's digital collages of Renaissance paintings. Cool. So like the imagery is classic, but she's made like... New images, yeah, out of collaging cool. images. So it's really cool. It's a gold-tipped deck. Yeah, they're mm, pretty so pretty. Good. I love it. It's always best to have a deck gifted to you. That's oh. just like that. That's that good energy. That's like you are important. Receiving to me. a gift, yeah. yeah. So that's like it's always good to receive. So I've bought other decks for myself just to yeah. have and mm-hmm. you know practice with. But yeah. this is my like. She sleeps on my nightstand next yeah. to me. Yeah. And we like share information. <laughs> I've never felt more attached to a deck. It's nuts. She'll be oh, like, "Hey, girl, pick up these cards. Come here. Wow. I'm calling to you." And I'll be like, "Oh, okay, fine." <laughs> do you pull for yourself every day? Not every day. I do try to think of a card that I would like to embody for the mm. day. Um, but if I'm feeling Floundering. If I feel like yeah. flailing energy, then yeah. I'm like, what? Where am I at? What am I not seeing? What am I seeing and not doing anything about? You mm. know. So 
that's like it really all comes down to being in touch with yourself mm, yeah totally and like it's such a great tool for insight yeah, yeah yeah I feel like for me my reading of other people has only gotten good and my my little bit of clairvoyance that I'm trying to stay open to and believe in um is has only gotten good since I have known myself and loved mm-hmm. myself then I'm able to distinguish what's me and what am I reading from someone else yeah, what yeah. what's mine and what's yours and then I can give you the information of what's yours totally. and keep what's mine I yeah. picture everybody's like, energy or like self as a circle and there's breaks in the circle that allow for things to come in mm-hmm. and out so the more open your energy is the, the more people you can draw to you, like, for better or for worse, yeah. you know, the yeah. more you're able to pick up on undercurrents of things and learn things and apply them. Mm-hmm. So it's like that openness and that willingness is like, it is a practice. That's mm-hmm. how you get better. Mm-hmm. Like, it is what it is. And it's like, it's not even about memorizing the meanings of each card, mm-hmm. but it's just like... I've pulled this in this context. I've pulled this yeah. in this yeah, context. That's what, what does this mean from here? When I do readings for people, I'm starting to say, oh, I love this card. I got yes. this card. Like, mm-hmm. And it really is that, where yeah. it's like, it just springs these kind of memories and feelings of your own. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's also like a, like an excitement for the person, too, because they'll be like, am I going to die? Like, what, whatever their heavy-ass <laughs> right. question is. Yeah. Like, you good, boo. You're yeah. okay. Yeah. You're okay. <laughs> and I always challenge people if they come to me, like, if anyone's ever like will I ever be in love or like something like that or like will anyone ever love me I'm like why are you asking that question like that Mm -hmm. if you ask the question like that you want the answer to be no you want it to validate your fears and your insecurities and your hang-ups and it's like re-ask that question when will I find love Mm -hmm. I think was it with you like how can I How, how what can I my question ended up being what can I amplify in myself to draw in the caringness I desire because I'm desiring to be more cared about right now that's an exact perfect example (laughs) no we workshopped it we workshopped it (laughs) but getting to that point we were like I had you take a minute and really think about it because it's like yeah you can ask like where is my life going and you know we can kind of go from there but what is what is your life what does that mean to you what is career what is love what is friendship Mm. what is community like you're gonna get as much information as you give me you know and or even just asking it, it the in, it's intention and even when you're like if you feel like you're gonna have a bad day you're probably gonna have a bad day because you're acting accordingly to these cards you think you've been dealt yeah. so it's just like exactly assume, assume the best mm, yeah should be a common theme give mm-hmm. yourself the benefit of the doubt give yeah. your day yes. the benefit of the doubt and yeah compassion for yourself yes yep one yeah yep that's like that to me is the ultimate goal self-compassion and the way that you can extend that to others yes and now we have so much science coming out about mindset affecting the body and and the way things go which is so exciting Mm -hmm. because truly like i'm i'm stuck on the medical you know right now just because this i think but like um we thought leeches and like bloodletting was the most advanced tech medical technology at that time in yes. like the Renaissance time. And exactly. now we, th- you know, we think, uh, we think we know it all, but we, there's so much we don't know. And it's really exciting that for sure there is now science that mindset affects 
the body, which then affects like how we go about life. So it's validating. It's so cool. Your reality is your reality. Yeah. Which seems so simple, but it's like how you perceive everything is you only you control what's in your brain. Yes. And, (laughs) and it's a gift that we have such amazing imaginations. It's like a, a, a a, but right. If we're not using it wisely. Um, do we feel ready for I a reading? Ready. Okay, because, yeah. I feel ready. I'm really excited, but also nervous. Also, can we touch on, like, the love thing? Because that, in the car ride over here, you did say... Oh, yeah, that's already what I wanted to okay, yeah. ask about. How does it, yeah. I just, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, the tables have turned, so now I'm like, oh, no, All what right. do I do? So I'll start shuffling these little bad boys. Okay. Okay, so... How often do you do, you do tarot? I like don't do tarot. I do these oracle cards. Okay. Yeah. See, I, the oracle cards I always pick up like at my girlfriend's house, and I'm like, what's this? Let me look through the, <laughs> like, that's what I want. You guys are going to do a reading for me too, right? Oh, yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, baby. Hell yeah. All right. So I'm going to do a three-card spread for you, and that is the past, the present, and the future. Ooh, the past is going to be bleak. <laughs> Or is it? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. So the past is not baggage. The past is not hang-ups. It's Mm. not faults. It's not fatal flaws that you're carrying with you for the rest of forever. Mm. It's lessons learned. It's lessons learned, and it's how you're applying them. Okay. The present is where you're at right now, how the past has affected you, how Mm. your hopes for the future are affecting you. And then the future... It's not fortune-telling. Mm. I'm not going to give you all of the answers today. That'll cost extra. I'm not just <laughs> but the future is, I say it's a cautionary tale. So it's like, you have the information you need. Do with it what you will. Mm. But doing it in past, present, and future puts the whole enchilada into perspective. You are who you are. You are who you've been. Mm-hmm. You are who you are now. Who will you be? And how yeah. does that all factor in? Yeah. So I will do one more shuffle. Hmm. And then basically I want you do you already have your I don't have my question. Query? Um I know I want it to be about love, but I don't know how to phrase it. Okay. So because I kind of have like nothing going on right now in the love world so I don't even know like there's no one to ask about particularly so it's yeah very vague well I know when we talked about love we talked about all love self-love friendships Mm -hmm. love of community so it's like what does love mean to you? What's love? What is Okay, I guess I'm most curious then about romantic love because I have a lot of friendship love, a lot of self-love, maybe too much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, romantic is the one that really plagues me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I share what you said in the car? I just we feel I have to share. Time. Okay. Yeah. Bleep, <laughs> bleep, 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 bleep. Yeah. Um, because on the car, and Leah is very intuitive. She's a witch. She's a basic witch. Mm-hmm. On the car ride here, Leah said... With such, like, weight, um, I just feel like I'm always going to be alone. I don't feel like I'm going to be in love or in a loving partnership. Yeah, it feels so distant. It feels not like it's happening. Yeah. And so I want to bring that up and, like, have you guys talk about that. Not to, like, steal your question. 
<laughs> but I, lo- I loved yeah. your question. Yeah. Because it's it's about yeah. you. Yeah. It's it is about, about you. Yeah. Whoever's coming. It's about what what do you love about yourself? What makes you oh, a good partner? I'm what so makes sick you of this though? Because like I've been going through not to, you know, talk to you about what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm so sick of because for four years now, that's when my last relationship ended. We dated for two years. Mm-hmm. And so I've been single four years. I've quote dated so many yeah. guys, but what is dating? Um, like it, it just feels like it's been dud after dud, people treating yeah. me like shit. And so I have done so much self-introspection that it feels like like, I have done so much work for myself, and still a person is not coming into my life. So it feels like I can only do so much where it's like, I'm tired. Yeah. <sighs> it's exhausting because you're carrying the load. Like, yeah. we are meant to share the burden with others. It's just yeah. how you be a person. It's like mm-hmm. my yeah. favorite suit in the cards and my favorite imagery to talk about is cups. Mm-hmm. Lindsay loves her cups. What do we do with cups? We fill them. We empty them. We knock them over. We drink them. We give it to others. Like, cups, that's the energy. What are we giving to others? What are we getting back? Like, mm-hmm. for you, you are the table right now. What are they bringing to you? It's not like, what do I need to fix or change or add to myself mm-hmm. to get this person? I think we need to, like, figure out what you are looking for specifically. Mm-hmm. What's going to benefit you? What's going to enrich you? Because, like, we do need to change the way you see yourself in love in the future. And I know that. I know it's not helpful, the things that I say where I'm like, I just so feel, but like, it's my feelings and I can't deny my feelings. Also, like, we are with ourselves 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mm -hmm. We're talking to ourselves constantly. Mm -hmm. The gut instinct that you know, you know you will find a great love. You know it's going to happen. And then everything else, talking, 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 talking ourselves out of things. Yeah. Nobody knows how to trip us up more than ourselves. ourselves yeah. yeah. So that's just like, we got to free up that energy, Yeah. I think. I also, like, one of my biggest corny cliche things, too, is, like, a moth to the flame is a cliche for a reason. Like, mm-hmm. Bright lights are attractive. Mm-hmm. Confidence is attractive. I love what you're saying about, I have been doing the work to love myself, and I'm tired. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. That's good, because now it's time to to share the love. Yeah. So what, let's change, okay. let's change the mindset. Okay. You will have a love in your life. We're not going to put a timeline on it, because mm-hmm. that's nuts. Who knows? Who knows what could happen even tomorrow? No, I'm just kidding. Really? (laughs) But we need to figure out, like, how can you be a little bit selfish? What do you need to look for? What's going to make you tick? What's your vibe? What's, what are they bringing to you? Not Mm. what is going to fill a void, you know? Mm. Because that's not what partnerships are. Right. I had a really great therapist who told me that love is not half and half. If it was half and half... That's how you die. That's like how you you could never possibly sustain that. It's yeah. a yin yang. So you're either giving ninety percent of yourself to someone and getting ten percent back, or yeah. the other way around. It's just that balance of like you may need your partner more than they need you sometimes, and it's like that give and take. And then yeah. the little circles in the yin yang are the things that we're giving to each other without even being conscious of it. Mm. So you come to each other as two whole people and then you work from there as far as the ways Mm -hmm. to benefit you. Most people fall into the mistake of being like, 
these are the things that are wrong with me, and I'm looking for a partner that will pick up that slack. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I had a guy literally tell me that oh. directly, and I was like, oh. no. Yeah. <laughs> when I when I am like, oh, you wanna you wanna be in a relationship with your mom? Okay, that's Ew. weird. Yeah. Oh God, I had the same exact fucking birthday as his mom. <sighs> Ew, that was my last relationship too. Mind same you, my what the fuck? Ooh, Seriously? Yeah. June twentieth. Not good. Anyways. Now I think of his mom every time I birthday. Men are trash. <laughs> I don't know. I think, like, if you feel like, you know, these last couple of ones have been duds, they probably have been. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I mean, you, duds. They weren't even, like, a firework at all. No. They're, <laughs> like, some dirt. farts in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> no way. So, so like, I'm... I, this is going to be a fun reading. I think we're okay. going to have a little bit of fun with it. Okay. I'm, I'm scared. TBH. Don't be scared. I know. I'm going to pull three death cards. <laughs> In the past, you have died. No, I'm just kidding. So what? So let's figure this out. Okay. Let's talk about selfishness. Let's talk about you. Let's okay. talk about what you're going to get out of it. Let's mm. talk about the ways past partners have failed you mm. and the ways that you're never going to let that happen again. Yeah. Because we're going to break this pattern. Hell yeah. yes, we are. Yeah. I feel it. I've been trying. Being too. conscious of a pattern, being conscious of a behavior and being like, I shouldn't be doing this. That's the first step to yeah. just not doing it. Yep. Yeah. Most yep, people yep. are like, I'm an asshole. This works for me. Like, <laughs> hey. and like that's, yeah. no, like, this isn't. Just, just recently I went on a date I'm not interested in the guy, it mm-hmm. turns out, but I am proud of myself because I went on a date with a guy that I wasn't exactly attracted to, but he treated me nicely, and I thought of my therapist. My therapist always says, you love ice cream, but you can't have ice cream every day. You would feel sick, so you need to have your veggies. I'm like, I don't want to fuck a veggie, yeah. <laughs> but like this guy was a vegetable, and I went out with him, and it was... in a coma. <laughs> He rolled him around everywhere. <laughs> Didn't say a word. <laughs> um, no, but it was just like a nice, just breaking that pattern. I'm proud of myself that I went out of my comfort zone. Also, so. like dating, dating is fun. Dating is tight. Dating is romantic networking. It's like how you yeah. meet It is so hard to make friends the older we get. It's so yeah. hard to meet people unless you're like out and about all of the time. Yeah. So like. I'm an old married lady. You know, I was, I, Tyler and I have been together almost four years, so it's like no one listens to me about this kind of stuff anymore. But <laughs> dating is just like, you went on a date, someone bought you dinner, you were feeling yourself, you wore a cute outfit, no yeah. strings attached. Like, cool, you had a really good night. Yeah. Let that fill your cup. Yeah. Have another date. Yeah. Like, everyone wants to fall in love. Everyone wants to find number one boo-boo, ride or die. Yeah. And there is a person for every person. I believe that. Unless you're an absolute ghoul, then you will not have any love in your life and you don't deserve it. But, like, you're going you're gonna to be good. Most people are going to be good. But dating is fun. Mm. But there are people who make dating not right. fun. Yes. Mm. And I've been going out with a lot of those people. Mm. It's just like, come on, man. We're all adults yeah. here. Text mm-hmm. back. Yeah. What are you You doing? picked right up on it. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like... What I, I I don't know, and I think it's made I kind of maybe did miss the boat on the like Tinder stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 
never really had to go that route, but I yeah. can see the benefit of just going out and having fun and eating some meals and shit like that and maybe getting getting laid. Getting the pipe. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be nice. So how can we how can we plug the joy back into the hunt for yeah. romance? You asking me? Because already I just read your mind and you were adding so many caveats to everything she was saying. You were like, you were like, yeah, but then they don't text back and it's not fun and they don't even buy me dinner. They just take me to drinks. That's literally what I thought. I just read your yeah, mind. You I know. Dinner, I literally was going to say. I, it's not even dinner. I it's don't even get dinner. drinks. Max, I'll get a wine. But even then, they'll, like, want to split the bill, which, you know, is fine. I'm all about, like, splitting the bill. But if you're taking me on a date, like, I, I'm a prize. I know I'm a prize. And I want to be treated as such. And I feel like no one, like... I fucking love you. Can I just say that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are an energy powerhouse. What's your sign? Can you guess? I want to say, like, Aries, maybe? Mm-mm. What are you? Do you want to try it again? Scorp? No, she's a Scorp. I'm a Gemini. I love that. Is your do you have anything in Aries, Moon or Ascendant? No. Okay. I don't think so. I think I'm the other thing is Taurus. I think I forget. My, I'm okay. a Taurus rising. I love. I I you're like a business bitch. I love it. You're like she is not in a like boss. mean or bossy way. You are like I. You are emanating self sureness. Mm-hmm. So why can't we apply that standard to the love life? What does that break? What is that obstacle? Because I can tell yes. just in all of the years that I've known you, <laughs> and, you know, being best friends, yes. I like from the second I met you, I knew that you knew that you're hot shit, which you are. You're funny. You're gorgeous. You know your stuff. Thank like you, you are. You, I like being around you. So why? Where does that? Mm. Where do we hit a wall with that when it comes I to think romance? I've just I feel myself like tearing up. I think I've just had so much shitty stuff love related happened to me though like whenever it even comes up and I just was in an awful relationship for so long so mm-hmm. it, there's there is a block there where like I don't feel oh my god like meetings friends parties yeah in it. yeah yeah dating or just like being vulnerable love wise is like yeah. so scary. it's always been so hard for me it's so fucking hard it's so yeah. hard yeah and yeah. even when it's good like I Tyler and I have been together almost four years, but previous to that, I was with someone for five years, and across the board, just one of the worst relationships you could possibly mm. be in, and I convinced myself that it was me, yeah. I did everything wrong, I'm completely broken, and then in every other aspect mm. of my life, I'm a stone-cold queen. That's how I feel. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And then it's just like, what is this? And I'm like, I am not worthy of a love that's anything more than this which is garbage you know Mm -hmm. and even now with Tyler the things that are good and the ways in which he supports me and benefits me it is fucking terrifying and I am not good at receiving that love all Mm -hmm. of the time and I will lash out and I will poke at him and try to hurt him on purpose to fall in line with the way that I see myself Mm. It's real. Yeah. It's real. 
And there, there mm-hmm. is a profound difference between self-love and then applying that self-love to loving another. Like, yeah. we do, we can be enough for ourselves, but that's not the way humanity is designed. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. Being, you can be 90%, but that 10% has got to come from someone and else. And humans are you. not meant to be alone. We are communicative. We are yeah. a group setting. We are um, hunters and gatherers in group societies. So, exactly. I mean, we're just not meant to be alone. Yeah. And I like, I don't know. I think a lot of people, too, myself included, think like, oh, this is what love is. Mm. I give all of me. And I take the blows, I take the pain, Mm -hmm. I shoulder the burden, I'll carry this load. And that's what loving this person is. That's being in love. Hell no, because where's that person going to be when the tables have turned and you need that person? Mm -hmm. I struggle with mental illness. I have a lot of stuff going on. I... I'm very grateful for Tyler and his supporting me on my journey, but Mm -hmm. I never had that before. And it could have killed me. It could have killed me to Mm -hmm. make myself believe that I was broken instead of just not being in the right place. Mm -hmm. And also you have to love the wrong way to learn how to love the right way. That's the past, Mm -hmm. I think. I already did that. Yeah. So you've set the standard. We're not doing that again. Don't ever. No. Yeah. Which I I do. I am grateful that I'm alone in that I am. I'd so much rather be alone and miserable because I can. I have the power to change that versus my past, which was being in a relationship and And being being fucking miserable. Yeah. Oh my god. Because relationships. I mean. Relation like romantic relationships are almost the cherry on top of human interaction, you know? Like we don't necessarily need romantic relationships, like like in society, I guess. So we do feel a lot of pressure to like add this extra thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh I mean I'll I'll just make this work. Like, oh, th- I've met this person and like I invested the time. I'm gonna just make it work. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's like I've fallen into that trap so many times. Mm-hmm. It's like so I think we, for your question, I, we need to ask about what the universe is going to bring to you. I like that. Because you already know how, how can the universe meet your standard for love mm-hmm. and how can you act accordingly? I love that. Is that what, do you want to go with that? Yeah. Okay. So what I'm going to have you do. I'm going to put your hands on the deck. Close your eyes. Big, deep breaths. Meditate on this question. And then when you're ready to ask it out loud, open your eyes, ask the question, and I'll take the cards. Can you repeat it? Yes. (laughs) What do I need from the universe to meet my standard for love? What do I need from the universe to meet my standards for love? Speaking truth to power. We're doing it. All right. You ready, Mama? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. We've got past, present, and future. 
for those of you listening at home, I just pulled three sword cards. It's lit. Woo! <laughs> so I'm going to kind of turn them so we can both okay. look at also. Pull out my little guide. Am I allowed to look at it? No, close your eyes. No, yes, of course you can look at it. And that's, don't change the orientation. I really, I want you to process the images while I'm talking about this stuff because I really love <clears throat> the way that Cat Black, Cat Black, not Rebecca Black. <laughs> I really love the way that Cat Black writes about the imagery, how she's created it, what mm. it means to her, what it means in relation to. Like the traditional rider weight deck, so yeah. I'm just gonna describe so people know what this looks like. It's there's a like floating heart, and then it has three swords stabbed in it. Um, and there's a dude or a woman, can't tell. A woman. Is it okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's woman uh, on the top of a building. I don't know. It's kind of dark and stormy, but it's cool. And was this you? You flipped it, but was it? So we pulled it in reverse. So we've okay. got the three of swords in reverse. Um, so I'll talk about upright and reverse just really quick. Um, when you pull an upright meaning, that's the meaning of the card. The reverse does not mean the opposite. It usually means pretty much the same thing, but maybe a little bit more urgent or like um, challenging or challenged. Challenging. I don't want to say like the negative aspect of the meaning, but like. It's not okay. a death sentence. It's not okay. a bad thing. It's yeah. not like, oh, you thought this was a happy card. Surprise. No, it's not like that. Yeah. So I want to talk about swords. Swords are one of my favorite suits because what do we do with swords? We swing them in the air. We charge forward with them. It's a very forward movie. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the air sign suit. So we're talking about forward motion. We're talking about falling forward, leaping forward. Okay, mm-hmm. so our first card, Three of Swords in reverse. This is your past card, and I'll read a descript- description as it's written just so people know yeah. what it looks like. Um, a oh, woman nice. kneels with her arms crossed on a plinth decorated by gargoyles. She looks grief-stricken and holds a small book. A large brocade heart pierces, pierced by three swords floats above her in the dark, stormy sky. All right, so I'm going to read the card reverse meaning for you now, and then we'll kind of go from there. Okay. Um, Dwelling on past sorrows may prevent you from moving on. Let go of the past, and the confusion and distress may disappear. Mm. That's pretty... Spot on. Spot on, especially for a past card. And it's... This isn't telling you to do this because you are already doing this. You already know you're not going back. Mm-hmm. You already know it's forward from here on out. Mm-hmm. I love thinking about life where like we're little froggies and everything's a lily pad and we're like going from lily pad to lily pad. Mm-hmm. There's no more lily pads behind you. Yeah. You can't hop back. Yeah. Frogs can't do that. So you're moving forward. Mm-hmm. So it's not a complete erasure of your past and things that you've been through. It's lessons learned. An acknowledgement. An acknowledgement yeah. and an honoring of your journey. You know what I mean? And I'll read the upright version to you, too, mm-hmm. which is melancholy and a broken heart, misery, sorrow, and grief at the end of a, an affair or friendship. Affair. But take heart. Time will ease the pain. <laughs> so that's where you were. That's like fresh off fresh off the heartbreak, you know? That's yeah. like sitting in it. This is an achievement card. Okay. That's a that's a leveling up card. 
great. That's the old Leah. Yeah. The old Leah's dead. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about that? Do you have any, like, questions? Any, like- I mean, it was, like, yeah, pretty spot. As soon as you said dwelling on past sorrow, I was like, oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> you yeah. know, like, you live to do it. You're not dead. You live to tell the tale. Mm-hmm. You know you are not. You're carrying the weight of that hurt with you, but didn't break you, and it didn't diminish your sense of self. Yeah. You're just better and stronger than ever before, mm-hmm. which is, like, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Mm. All right. Should we move on? Let's move on. Okay. I I just I can't believe you got all of these swords in here. It's so amazing. That is crazy. All right. Because how many swords are there? Um... How many cards? Ten, and then the page, knight, queen, and king. Those are swords, too? Mm-hmm. Oh. So every, there's cups, swords, wands, and... Mm. What am I Coins? Coins. Uh, so you could have had any combination, but you pulled yeah. all of the same. All the same. If this was poker, you should bet high. Yeah, so, um, I should have mentioned this at the beginning, but swords... Um, are in line with Gemini as a sign. Whoa, so. that's cool. Okay. <laughs> I love swords. I really do. I, I feel my my absolute number one favorite card is the two of swords because mm. it's this woman and she looks That's very what I got serene. in my presence. Oh, Super cool. serene yeah. in the face, very casual posture, but she got these two big ass swords. Yes. And she's like, I dare you. Yep. I dare you to come for me. Yep. <laughs> Try it. What's this card? So we have got the five of swords now. Okay. um, And we pulled all of the cards we pulled are in reverse, which I think is really cool. Wow. Rare. Rare bird. Wow. All right. So we've got the five of swords. I'll go ahead and read the meaning. Um, A man stands holding three swords. Two more lie at his feet, having been discarded by fleeing opponents. He looks saddened as though it was a hollow victory. At Mm. his side stands a large white attack dog. Okay. So I'm going to read the reverse, and then I want to read the upright for you, too, because, I don't know, I just like to read them both because I think that it all applies. Mm -hmm. It's still the same card, so. Okay, so gossip, weakness, and humiliation. Sounds dark, but we'll get to it. It's okay. Mm -hmm. The upright meaning, an unfair victory is as hollow as defeat. A failure or win against an unmatched opponent has left you demoralized. Mm. Trickery, manipulation, and unfair tactics have either been used against or by you, but you must accept the outcome and move on. So that's the upright meaning. And then the reverse, we got gossip, weakness, and humiliation. Mm. This speaks to me about that date that you went on that you were talking about, Mm. about committing yourself to doing this thing not necessarily hollow victory hollow victory that's exactly what I thought yeah Yeah. that same yeah that's my take on it for you and all all, maybe all of these dates do all of these duds like you know what you are bringing to the table and they're always falling short why is it they're not the stand dope Dude. Well, I had this thought come to me that with your way you phrased the question about your standard of love as maybe your breakthrough today is is seeing your standard of love as um, not a burden. Because right now it feels like you see it as, as a burden, like, ugh, everyone's failing to meet my standard instead of, oh my God, my standard is so high that I'm going to have the most amazing person by the end of this. I'm going to find the cream of the crop. Yeah. Like... I'm going to be so impressed by them like I am with myself. Mm. And of course, to get there 
yeah, a bunch of them aren't going to meet the standard. They're going to drop the swords yeah. at your feet. That, oh God, yeah. I yeah. thought of all the guys that, like, didn't yeah. text me back or ghost to yeah. me or, like, whatever. It's just fucking just throwing the sword and, and it's like, out. Yep. Fucking, like, yep. cool, now I have, like, five swords and what a am cool I dog, do but what the hell am I going to do? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So it's uh, so much of our... Mm. accomplishments as people and as women mm. we don't get to celebrate them we don't yeah. acknowledge them the things that we do the things that we really kick ass at just yeah. seem like another drop in the bucket another um, step to get yeah. because this one area we're focusing on isn't feeling fulfilled right. and I it's so interesting that I can't see these cards you guys <laughs> my vision is so blurred so I'm only listening and like I do have to say I feel like my sixth sense is a little heightened right now like I was yes, reading yes, yes, Leah's yes, mind yes, yes. and this guard dog a hundred percent is you you Whoa. are the this you said it's a white guard dog yeah. right you're blonde. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you are your own guard dog because you are on guard with all of these dates mm. before you go, before you even barely talk to them, you are on guard. And I think that might be something in your breakthrough of, of, um, backing off a little and having that circle of you be a little bit more open. Mm. I don't know if, if you're reading that at all, but like, so I, have, you, do you, I literally have like my guard dog up. <laughs> my, I'm getting a vision too of you trying to plug the holes in your energy. I feel like you're trying to not show all of your cards, which is mm. a great disservice to mm. the world at large. I love Gemini's. Gemini's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Y'all are booked. No. <laughs> Geminis are the embodiment of the divine feminine and the divine masculine. And it's oh, the yeah. balance so of both. Feel that. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Male Geminis, how well, for the most part, do you think they're going to do with balancing their feminine energy with their masculine energy? Not, Not so great. Women. Women mm. who are... Don't even get me started on women. That's for a whole nother episode. Yeah. Women Same. are... Life givers, life bringers, life creators, like nothing is more important than a woman. You yeah. Know? And that's like your Gemini aspect of being almost like that two spirit, those two spirits and yes. kind. Like, yes. You probably are a whole lot of women that a lot of people are not going to be able to cut it with. Handle. Yeah. 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 And that's not on you. It sucks because I even remember high school, like middle school even, my, my girlfriends would be like, your standards are too high. Like, why don't you just go out? Or guy friends would be that too. But so I'm like so sick of being told my standards are too high. So it's so funny we use the words standards yeah. Yeah. in this question. Because like, it's I like, don't think standards can be too high. No, 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 yeah. It's, it's in the it's in the ownership of but the standards. But I don't standards. want them to be you impossible know? standards. No, I don't think you have impossible standards okay. by any well, means. Well, you need to not you specifically, but just anyone in general. Yeah. If you have standards, if you have high standards, are you meeting them yourself and own it? Yeah, like you own were saying. It. So yeah. it's like now maybe that's part of your journey too. Is like, yeah, I have high standards. Deal with it. That's mm. what's going to give me my love. Like, yeah. you yeah. need. To own the high standards. Because yeah. I think that the biggest theme I'm getting right now is punishment. I feel like you're really punishing yourself. Because yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. I, I get I get sad about being alone, and then I get sad that I'm sad about being alone. And then it's just like a fucking... And then you're mad at yourself yeah. that you're yes. sad, and you're like, grow yes. up. Yeah. Like, and like, yeah. 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 Not to throw in a, wrench, a wrench in it, but I'm also a cancer cusp. 
So that's like three people. Covered in goosebumps. Oh, my God. Yeah. My boyfriend's a cancer. I'm just... (laughs) What what does that mean when I I said that? Your reaction. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Emotions. Depth of emotions. Mm. Spectrum of emotions. Cancers have this quality of selflessness that really shakes me, like, in a good way. Mm-hmm. Like, just not an over-caring for other people, but it, it's almost like yeah. an empathic quality. It's yeah. like, yeah, I, I've never met anyone more selfless than my boyfriend. Like, even when we were oh. friends and stuff like that. Oh, you need help moving? Like, he's installed lights in everybody's apartment. He's just like, <laughs> that dude. He's yeah. just yeah. there. And my dad's a cancer. He's the exact same way. And, mm. like, I have, a, I have a lot of cancer friends who I'm just like, you are 